Hello, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses or IELTSETC.com. And today it's Good Friday in the UK, so a lot of people have got a day off. In fact, a lot of people have got a four-day weekend. And so I was wondering what you were doing if you had an extra days day off this weekend. And I was wondering if maybe you could post and tell me what you're going to do to practice your IELTS with all this extra spare time that you have. In the UK, it is, of course, raining, cold, grey and drizzly and so I've been working on another uh, listening for you today so it's a new one last week we did reading and today we're going to do another listening it's a part four and it comes from um, text test book eight and it's test one and this one is basically all gap fill no multiple choice or anything. So every word or every gap requires just one word only. So keep that in mind. Always read the instructions about how many words you're allowed. And this one is especially for my lovely student Portia, who I had in class this week. And she we did a listening together in class and she says that she finds it difficult maybe keeping in line with the speaker, especially in part four. You know, when you're following notes, for example, you you have to make sure that you stay at the same place where they are. Otherwise, you'll get completely lost. So in this listening, I found a few signals which kind of keep you on track and show you where you are, even if you've kind of lost your way. But I'm also going to show you how the speaker does try and help you by introducing new ideas, introducing the next sentence and telling you when he's moving on. So that happens quite a lot in this particular listening. But first of all, I'm going to do it as a listening test for you. Um, I'm going to do about half of it and I'm going to introduce the question before you listen to the part which has the answer in. And then I'll go over the answers once I've done that. So get ready to kind of test yourself. Uh, get a pen and paper if you want, um, because of course spelling is important. So are you ready? The topic and the title is just geography. And here we go. The first question says, studying geography helps us to understand. And there are two bullet points. So studying geography helps us to understand two things. Number one is the effects of different processes on the something of the earth. And then number two is the dynamic between something and population. So we're going to fo focus on the first gap, which is the effects of different processes on the something of the earth. Can you guess it? The something of the earth? It's about geography. What is geography about? Well, let's go. So the speaker says, what do we learn by studying geography? Well, we learn a great deal about all the processes that have affected and that continue to affect the Earth's surface. So you can see the answer there was the Earth's surface, S-U-R-F-A-C-E. Uh, the trick was that the question says the something of the Earth and then the answer says the Earth's 
something and this is quite common get something to get used to is make sure you hold the whole phrase in your memory otherwise you'll hear the word and then forgotten what the question was so the question was the effects of different processes on the something of the earth and the answer was the surface of the earth guessable maybe the second point says the dynamic between something and population so listen to the next part it says but we learn far more than that because studying geography also informs us about the different kinds of relationships that develop between a particular environment and the people that live there that's it so we learn about a the relationships that develop between a particular environment and the people that live there. And the question was the dynamic between something and population. So you've got population is the people that live there and the dynamic is the relationship. So the relationship between a particular environment is the answer. Now remember you're only allowed one word so even though the text says a particular environment it's that's just a kind of distractor the key word is the environment or just one word environment is the answer and of course you have to check the spelling they do like these words like government and environment because of the spelling difficulties so remember environment has a kind of silent n in the same way that government has a silent N. So try and remember the spelling is environment. And you'd have to spell it correctly to get the point, of course. The next heading in the table says two main branches of study. Now, here's an example of where you can listen for the signal from the speaker. Um, so that you know where you are in the notes. So you're listening for him to introduce two main branches of study. And the first branch is the physical features, which he tells us, that's the first bullet point. And the second one is human lifestyles and their something. So we're listening for the two branches, the physical features, and the second one is human lifestyles and their something. So, here goes. We like to think of geography as having two main branches. There's the study of the nature of our planet, its physical features, what it actually looks like. And then there's the study of the ways in which we choose to live and of the impact of those on our planet. Our current use of carbon fuels is a good example of that. So remember, we were looking for the two main branches and it introduces the first one. It says the nature of our planet, its physical features and what it looks like. So that's the physical features. Then the speaker says, and then, and this is a signal that he's going to introduce the second one. And the second one is the study of ways in which we choose to live and of the impact of those on our planet. So the answer is, of course, impact. Um, they do also accept plural impacts because it doesn't change the grammar. And they also um, accept effect or effects according to the answers in this book because it does not affect the answer or the grammar and the meaning is the same. 
So in that case, um, I would always recommend to write the word that you heard. But if you're stuck or panicking, quickly write something similar and give it a go. Who knows? It might be right. You might get the point. So never um, leave a gap. Okay, we're going to look at just one more. So this will be question 34. And the note form says specific study areas and it lists these areas. It says biophysical, topographic, political, social, economic, historical and geography and something also cartography. So that's just a list really of study areas. So you're going to have to listen to those areas in the text listening text and wait for the gap. So, oh, I think I've just given you the answer, haven't I? Oh, no. Right. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so it says specific study areas, biophysical, topographic, political, social, economic, historical and geography and something also cartography. That's what it says. So I hope you missed it when I gave you the answer. I'm reading from my answers, so that's why. So it says, but there are more specific study areas to consider too. And we'll be looking at each of these in turn through the semester. These include biophysical geography, by which I mean the study of the natural environment and all its living things. Then there's topography and social geography too, of course, which is the study of communities of people. We have economic geography, in which we examine all kinds of resources and their use. Agriculture, for example. Next comes historical geography, the understanding of how people and their environments and the ways they interact have changed over a period of time. And urban geography, an aspect I'm particularly interested in, which takes as its focus the location of cities, the services that those cities provide, a migration of people to and from such cities. And lastly, we have cartography. That's the art and science of map making. Okay, so amongst all of that, that was a huge long paragraph with a list of study areas. You hopefully worked out that just before cartography came urban geography and you'll notice that they gave you a little bit of time they kind of described it they said urban geography an aspect i'm particularly interested in which takes as its focus the location of cities the services the cities provide migration of people to and from such cities so sometimes they do that they give you plenty of a gap before it comes to the last one which is cartography um so the answer there in that whole list was urban. Um, and just things to notice there were things like the, in the list it said topographic, but in the listening it said topography. Um, what else does it say? OK, so it says economic geography. That's the same. Historical geography. That's the same. Yes. And then it comes to urban geography, which is the correct answer. Urban, as you know, is a keyword in IELTS. So these keywords like urban, rural, the one we just had before, impact, effect, is a keyword in IELTS. Environment is a keyword. The Earth's surface—they're all keywords, and you can all find them all on my mind maps 
on my um, website. Um, this weekend, my plan for the four days is to make another mind map. This is all about uh, buildings and architecture. Um, it's a key topic and I, I've been meaning to do it for the last three months. So I'm going to do it this weekend. That is my goal. So write in, tell me your goals, call in on the podcast or post them in uh, the Facebook group. Thanks for listening today. I'll post this as a, a blank um, table with Uh, gaps where you can see the notes to fill in. I'll put that on Instagram and Facebook. And then in a few days, I'll have the full um, PDF available for you to print off so you can read the tape script and the color coded answers in, 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 uh, in your own relaxing time. Thanks for listening again. Have a great weekend wherever you are. Bye for now.